Second Chancers. As always, it is my pleasure that you have joined me for today's podcast of Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback on this podcast, I very much appreciate it as it will help others such as yourself optimally discover this podcast and they can add this podcast to their library of favorite podcasts. As you know, in Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I would love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen, coaching client seeking your second chance, or you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate and support returning citizens in your organizational and learning environment. Feel free to contact me via email at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about the seven laws of powerful reentry. For a second straight week, we'll be utilizing a best-selling book to highlight values that I think are essential to one's reentry journey. And that book is The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Greene's book is a worldwide bestseller, drawing inspiration from the philosophies of Machiavelli, Sun Tzu, and Carl von Clausewitz. It really does speak to ambitious behavior, to say the least. And its aim is for one to feel that they could they could conquer others, maximize their self-defense, and understand the rules of the game. It really is a Bible of self-defense that talks to the essential principles of relentless self-preservation. Now, the principles of the 48 Laws of Power really go hard in the paint. And I don't know if I would coach a client or you on all 48 laws, but that book is available to purchase wherever books are sold and you're free to digest it and see which laws are useful for you. But my comfort level would be that these seven laws that we'll talk about are essential to the reentry journey mindset. The first law that we'll talk about is law number five in in Green's book. And law number five talks about so much depends on your reputation guard it with your life. Green indicates in his book, reputation is the cornerstone of power. Through reputation alone, you can intimidate and win. Once it slips, however, you are vulnerable and will be attacked on all sides. Make your reputation unassailable. Always be alert to potential attacks and thwart them before they happen. Meanwhile, learn to destroy your enemies by opening holes in their own reputations then stand aside and let public opinion hang them. Now, when it comes to the journey of the returning citizen and really anybody that I would coach, I wouldn't discuss or highlight trying to destroy enemies. I really believe that you could get what you need without destroying anyone. However, reputation is the cornerstone of having a powerful reentry journey. Whether you've been, whether you're on your reentry journey for 20 minutes, 20 days, 20 months, or 20 years. Now, any opportunity that you seek, whether it's per, in your personal circles, professional or academic opportunities, fair or unfairly, it has to be built on a solid reputation. And as a returning citizen, it has to be an especially solid reputation. It has to be that reputation that you are dependable, that you're safe, and that people are putting their bets on you, that you're they're betting on a sure thing when it comes to you. By doing that, you have to stay away from bad habits. You have to work on eliminating them. They don't eliminate or go away one day, one, one day just like that, but you have to continually repetitiously work on getting rid of bad habits. And at the same time, you have to work on working on developing good habits, highlighting your good habits and developing them. Because your reputation, especially on your reentry journey, you're not only representing yourself, 
but you're going to be representing all returning citizens that people in your circle or outside your circle will be interacting with. So if they have a good experience with you, they'll have the benefit of the doubt of having a good experience with another returning citizen and giving them opportunities. And when you have that solid reputation, you're entrusted to lead teams, lead initiatives, lead projects. And without question, because you have such a solid reputation, no one will think twice about entrusting you with those high levels of responsibility. You want that reputation to be that go-to person at work, that go-to person as a teacher, that go-to person as a mentor, that go-to person in any essential aspect of your life. The second law that we're going to highlight from Green is law number nine. Win through your actions, never through argument. Any momentary triumph you think you have gained through argument is really a pirate victory. The resentment and ill will you stir up is stronger and lasts longer than any momentary change of opinion. It is much more powerful to get others to agree with you through your actions without saying a word. Demonstrate, do not explicate. On your returning citizen journey, I agree with this 100%. And these days, we always try to outshout each other. And I really believe that whether it's now, tomorrow, or in the past, your actions always say, say much more. It has a lasting effect. In organizations, we're, we're told to work together. And when we talked last week about win-win, that's demonstrated through your actions. It's imperative that your actions show what it is that you believe in. Because people will look at, will hear what you say, but they'll really look at what you do. You want to be the change you want to see in the world. Gandhi taught us that. And of course, Michelle Obama recently taught us when they go low, you have to go high. That's not easy to do, but it's certainly necessary as part of your reentry journey and winning, ar winning arguments through your actions, not through argument. The third law is going to be law 25, and that's recreate yourself. Do not accept roles that society forced on you. Recreate yourself by forging a new identity, one that commands attention and never bores the audience. Be the master of your image rather than letting others define it for you. Incorporate dramatic devices into your public gestures and actions. Your power will be enhanced and your character will seem larger than life. That's according to Green. In your reentry journey, you never allow anyone to define who you are. This is your journey. You are discovering and optimizing your zone of greatness. One day, you're either former felon, ex-convict, you're returning home from prison, and the next moment, you could be an advisor, a professor, an associate dean, a leader, a mentor, the recipient of a doctor degree, host of a podcast that's heard in over 200 countries. That's my journey. And I could be called a lot of things. I could be called a returning citizen. I could be called an ex-convict. I could be called a former felon. And I could, and even in my personal circles, I could not be everyone's cup of tea. And that's okay. I'm fine with that. That's my journey. Because I know that if I've done nothing wrong to someone, and if they have a problem with me, it's about them. It's not about me. But also, too, in my journey, I also have so much respect from people. I humbly say that I have the respect of so many people and have titles such as doctor, daddy, uncle, big bro, professor. And there are people who also call me sir. My journey continues to unfold. And your journey, wherever it is, is going to continue to unfold for you. Those accomplishments will come forth for you. Always take the opportunity to recreate yourself, build upon yourself, and go on that journey with no limits, no boundaries, just greatness that you're, that you're looking to achieve and trying to achieve.
The next law that we look at, according to Green, is Law 26. And he simply says, keep your hands clean. You must seem, according to Green, you must seem a paragon of civility and efficiency. Your hands are never soiled by mistakes and nasty deeds. Maintain such a spotless appearance by using others as scapegoats and cat's paws to disguise your involvement. Now, in the returning citizen journey, that last sentence I, I disagree with, of course. You can keep your hands clean without, the, without, at the, without it being at the cost of others. When your hands are clean, that person, you're the person that stays away from mistakes and nasty deeds. As a returning citizen, you want to be that bet worth taking. No one is perfect. We are all human. We, we're going to make mistakes. But we want to be, we want to do more right than wrong. But stay on the right track. Keep your hands clean. Stay upright. And then the journey you go on is going to be the journey that you go on that's going to make it great for you and make it great for all the returning citizens that come behind you. Because they're seeing that you, you keep your hands clean, you're reliable, and you're following all the other laws that we've spoken about already. The next law, law number 28, enter action with boldness. According to Green, if you're unsure of a course of action, do not attempt it. Your doubts and hesitations will infect your execution. Timidity is dangerous. Better to act, enter with boldness. Any mistakes you commit through audacity are easily corrected and that corrected with more audacity. Everyone admires the bold. No one honors the timid. On your returning citizen journey, you've listened to this podcast and you know what is the foundation of my boldness. The foundation of my boldness is my faith, being able to pray and thinking things through. Now, does it mean when I take steps, am I still afraid? Am I still nervous? Of course I am. But utilizing my faith, my prayers, and of course, adding some an, an analytical approach to everything, it enables me, it enables my boldness to be ignited and to overtake my fear. And in that boldness overtaking my fear, as I've talked to you guys so many times before, it enables me to find my voice. And in finding my voice and being bold, how can I expect someone to entrust me to hire me to work for them? How can I entrust someone to hire me to be a business coach or a consulting coach? If I'm putting myself as a candidate for another job or a candidate for a promotion, if I don't enter that action with boldness, how can I expect them to be confident in me? Doesn't mean that I'm disrespectful to anybody. I'm doing what it is that I have to do. I'm confident in Richard Lewis. That's why I step into that action with boldness. And this is the action that you should be stepping in as yourself also. Step in that action with boldness. The next law is law number 29. Plan all the way to the end. According to Green, the ending is everything. Plan all the way to it. Taking into account all the possible consequences, obstacles, and twists of fortune that might reverse your hard work and give the glory to others. By planning to the end, you will not be overwhelmed by circumstances and you will know when to stop. Gently guide fortune and help determine the future by thinking far ahead. On your reentry journey, I completely agree with this. Last week, we talked about Stephen Covey's seven habits of highly effective people, and one of those habits was beginning with the end in mind. When we look at Green's Law number 29, it's planning all the way to the end. Just like Covey, you want to plan all the way to the end, visualize, it, visualize the end, and of course, any obstacles that come along the way. When you're planning towards the end, that helps you keep the fire burning as far as what it is that you're trying to achieve. Because there will be those dog days, whether you're hunting for a job, starting a business, doing homework, writing papers, 
there will be those days where there'll just be the dog days where you just don't feel like doing it. But having that end in mind, planning for that end, keeping that North Star shining in front of you, you'll know what you want to do. You'll know what you're there for. Your focus will be there without distraction. And you know in the end, nothing will get in the way of achieving your goal. Our next law is law number 35. Master the art of timing. According to Green, never seem to be in a hurry. Hurrying betrays a lack of control over yourself and over time. Always seem patient as if you know that everything will come to you eventually. Become a detective of the right moment. Sniff out the spirit of the times, the trends that will carry you to power. Learn to stand back when the time is not yet ripe and to strike fiercely when it has reached fruition. On your returning citizen journey, I always say there's nothing wrong with striking fiercely at opportunities, not people. You strike fiercely at opportunities, not people. As I spoke to you guys last week, when I was growing up, my dad spoke to me about always there being a time and a place for everything. It also emphasizes the master of the art of timing, that you never should be in a rush. You should always be on time. There was a coach I had in high school who always told me that if you're on time, you're late. But if you're early, you're on time. Because if practice starts at 8 o'clock and I'm walking in, then I'm late because practice has started at 8 o'clock. But if I show up at 10 minutes to 8 and I'm able to get myself together and then 8 o'clock practice starts, then I am on time. I'm ready for practice to start. That opportunity that is in front of me, whether it be practice or whatever opportunity is in front of me, I can clearly do that and expect to carry out those deliverables as, as far as that project or practice or whatever it, is that, whatever it is that I'm doing. In organizations, once again, we talk about we strive to be our best. And, no, and when we strive to be our best and we walk into a situation, no one goes into work their way to the middle or work their way to the average. People want to go be get to and crack and go beyond their ceiling. They want to have, they want to, without taking anything away from anyone, they always want to see a limitless ability to do well and to optimize themselves in any situation. And of course, people look at timing. People look at timing that if you're late, you could work overtime for five hours, but someone will look at you and say, well, yeah, he did work overtime for five hours, but he was five minutes late. And had he not been five minutes late, he wouldn't have to work overtime. People will look at that. People will look at that and hold that and hold that against you, or hold that for you if you're one to show up on time and be reliable. But timing is always important. And then when you look at timing, you look at timing as you're going through towards your journey and the things that are going to come towards you. Because when you put out good, the good's going to come towards you. And when you look at your timing, you always see is is the timing right? Is the timing right for me to take this promotion? Is the timing right for me to take this different job? Is the timing right for me to start a business? Is the timing right for me to go to school? It doesn't mean that you don't do them. It doesn't mean that you delay those things. You just ask, is the, is the timing right? You assess the timing, assess the environment, and ask, is this good for me at this time? Does this go in line with my passion? Does it go in line with my purpose-driven life? And when you think about those things about timing, the timing is the last is the last law that we're going to be examining today. You really think about to say, you really think through the entire process as, as far as these opportunities. Is it right? Is it right to go into it right now? Does it align with your passion? Does it align with your goals and objectives? Does it align with your purpose-driven life? As we go through the holiday season and we prepare for 2021, think through that. Take take out a piece of paper and write out your goals and objectives, and look to see is 
what you what you've done in 2020 have you accomplished that are you looking to accomplish what are you looking to accomplish in 2021 and how are you going to follow up and, and stay tight to that and once again if you're looking to work on these goals and objectives you're looking at applying these seven laws the fundamental finances we've spoken about the seven habits of highly effective people and reentry. you want to do these things and you want to do those things together i'd love to work with you one-on-one -on -one. whether you're that returning citizen or that coaching client or you're a representative of a college or university email me it doesn't cost you anything to email me and for us to have a conversation email me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via instagram at the dr richard lewis Remember, you've been blessed to see another day. You've been blessed with your second chance, so definitely make the most of it. I love you all. Take care and be well.